Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. It is here where we promise to bring you everything every time for everybody. And I have to say, we do a pretty good job of doing that. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. Who doesn't want to be a part of the Meow? Team Meow. That's a hashtag, Team Meow. Everyone out there, get get going on that on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, can we do that? Thank you. It is June, and it's Pride Month, so I'm always kind of in a festive mood and always in a giddy-up-and-go type of thing. And I've got a guest today that is going to actually put us all in that mood. I don't care what generation of uh, you are in. I don't care if you're in the now, the used to be, the coming up. I don't care what generation you're part of, but this person's music is definitely going to ignite you. It's also a, a, a day or a segment that we are introducing our Beyond the Music segment. That's where we will take uh, people who create music, either as a writer, singer, instrumentalist, what have you, and we'll go beyond what they do um, that we hear and get joy from. Um, We're going to go beyond that and find out a little bit more about the artist himself. So this will be our first Beyond the Music interview. And I could... You know, I could tell you right off who that person is, but that just kind of like blows. That's like blowing my wad before I need to do that. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But I am going to tell you that it has something to do with the show Queer as Folk has something to do with the wonderful international Grammy-nominated DJ Barry Harris. But that's all I'm going to tell you. But I'm going to let this song... Do the talking for me.
Oh, yeah. Now, see, wasn't that so much better to introduce my guest like that than for me to tell you that it is Peppa Mache? Oh, that song, I tell you, that song brings so many memories, great memories to me. I mean, on all fronts of, of my life. Uh, Peppa Mache, that's who is singing that song, of course, by Barry Harris, um, who introduced or features Peppa Mache on Dive Into the Pool. Dive in the Pool. That's the name of the song there. And the song actually came out or was introduced to us in, in, in late 1999, if I'm not mistaken. But it was the theme song to uh, the then Queerest Folk hit song or show, excuse me, on, was that on Showtime, HBO, HBO Showtime? And it came, but the show that it um, was a theme for didn't come out until 2000. Um, so it's, you know, kind of a, a little bit of time lag between when the sh song came out and was getting its groove. But of course, the show is what pushed the, the show forward. Now, Peppa Mache is going to be here in San San Francisco on June the 25th, right on um, Pride Weekend, as she is the guest performer during Beatbox fifth anniversary um, at Beatbox, of course. And um, Beatbox will be closing its doors in early July. So this is not only the anniversary. Uh, June 25th, but it will be their last anniversary as they close their doors on July 3rd. So this kind of really is really important in it uh, to have a performer uh, who we're so familiar with and so energized by to be performing during their last anniversary uh, during Pride Saturday in San Francisco. But getting back to Dive in the Pool and hearing the song... Uh, Peppa had already been doing dance music a little bit for a few years, like two or three years as an uh, artist with a London label, which she will talk to us a, a little bit about. But it was actually this song uh, that kicked off, I would say, in high gear her career as a dance diva uh, in the dance music arena. But it took some time, really, before her actually recording the song and 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 um, it becoming kind of uh, in the mainstream, but before she started actually performing the song, and she tells me a little bit about that now. I didn't um, start going out on the road until November of that year. That's when uh, Barry's manager basically called me and said. You know, how would you like to start doing some, some gigs? And I jumped at the chance, Don, because at that time, I had just come off the road with Bear, uh, with Bobby Caldwell, uh -huh, a uh -huh. background singer. Mm -hmm. so, to be able to do my dance music and, and to be legit really doing it, it was November of 99. And then the series blew up. I don't know if you remember it when it first came out. Uh, they started doing uh, promos of it around November, December of 99, but it really hit in January mm -hmm. of 2000. 2000. Mm -hmm. the, 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 new, the, new, uh, the new decade had begun. I do remember it very, very well. And, yeah. It, it, yeah. and there you go, kicking it off, you know, because we were going to do that. 2K was coming up. And, uh, <laughs> 2K was coming up. 
and, and you get on. Well, but you know, but you kind of were one of you were that artist though that we 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 that kind of kicked off that sound though that that strong gospel sound that that we love with house. But you really kicked that off back then. You know what, darling? Don't give me the credit only because the reason why I say that is because when I got signed to an English label in 90, I think it was in 97 or 98, they had Thelma Houston. Mm -hmm. Thelma yeah, uh, was with a label called Azuli Records out of London, and somehow or another, a DJ had picked up a release of mine called Not Much Heaven mm -hmm. that I had did in New York for someone. And they, they were, you know, really wanting me to sign with them, which I did. I signed up with them for, I would say, maybe like six or seven records. And off of the, off the fact that Summer um, was with them, I went on ahead and, and said, okay, you know, I'm in this. Yeah. yeah. Did, you ever, did you ever think, though, that, you know, particularly with... I don't know. I'm not going to say at that time too when dance music people weren't sticking around with one artist as much right. as, as as being the audience and and sticking with that because there was so much music coming out at that time and it it's not like it is uh, so much now here. I, I don't even know why uh, with the the expense of it being less and less as time has gone on. But there's just there's so many right. artists out there. There's so many people putting out music now. But back then, right. people weren't just sticking around with one person. But you were that one person that we always thought, you know, we, we couldn't wait for the next one to come out. You know, it was just like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's like dance music and Pepper Mache just kind of went you know, hand in hand. Um, did you ever really think, though, that your career wow. would, after, you know, definitely doing R&B music with, with, with artists, like you said, Bobby Caldwell and so on, that this would uh -oh. be the thing that we would, you know, that would stick to you like glue? You know, dance, <laughs> dance music kind of stick to your hip. Um, did you ever think this would be, would be the genre that would be basically your calling? You know what I mean? Not at all, baby, because, you know, when, when I had, uh, literally jumped into the dance music scene. I had been hanging around with Alex Brown, mm -hmm. uh, Jessica Williams, mm -hmm. Patty Brooks. They were all telling me about this music, but at that time, I had uh, other inclinations of doing music with a rock band running around here in L.A. and then writing my own song. Mm -hmm. It never occurred to me that, that dance music would be something that I would really uh, uh, want to get involved with, but at that time I had all these three divas that I was doing uh, sessions with around LA, mm -hmm. and they were telling me, "Girl, you need to you need to do this music because your voice would be a fine a match with it." But mm -hmm. see, at that time I didn't know Barry Harris and Chris Cox until a little bit later. Yeah, from and, from Thunderpuss at that started, point. Yeah. And when they started hiring me to do some of their background vocals for them, when Thea Austin would leave town yeah. on the road, yeah. they would call me to fill in and do their uh, background part. So then I got used to it, and then they they started asking me to work with them on some stuff, Then my whole attitude basically just changed. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that, that I would be a perfect fit until I started working with them. 
Well, 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 I tell you, dive in the pool. Well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with some more of the wonderful Peppa Mache, and we're going to dive into some other stuff. Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. Listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at progressivevoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So, where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side as a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards. Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Sines, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale.com. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. I'm Heclina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years. And uh, over the past couple of months, I just opened up my club, Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the, uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time. So you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. 
So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? That's just always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity and, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Well, welcome back. It's always good to have you stick around for us here at It's Everything. I'm B.B. Sweetbriar, and we are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And if you're just joining us, we've been um, speaking with, in our pre-recorded interview, uh, with Peppa Mache, of course, known for many, many songs, but in particular, Dive in the Pool by Barry Harris, as well as... Um, 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 I Got My Pride, another Barry Harris tune, and so many more. Um, as we go on with our interview with Pepper, we we do talk about the longevity of her career and, and how long it's you know been going on. In particular, we have, she has a brand new song out. I don't know if y'all know that, but we have a brand new song out there with Pepper's name on it and her uh, joining with Anderson and Thasher production team in the song, You Stop Breaking My Heart. And she talks a little bit about how that came about um, as we go into this segment of our interview with Pepper Mache. It's been what, 16 years as we've been talking about that almost almost to the to the to the dot there 16 years um, yeah. since diving to the pool and and you've been able to maintain your instrument so well. Is there anything any secrets that you have, particularly with you know uh, the dance music has allowed you the opportunity to really just sing full out all you know it it it, uh, it, it um, supports your voice so well but how have you been able to maintain that instrument doing uh, this type of music doing dance music number number one darling not smoking mm-hmm. I, I, I was never a smoker and and I guess number two um, I had been a person that had a lot of respiratory problems. Uh, wow. In the early in the early two thousands, when I was able to get through it, and now I'm really uh, able to maintain the voice because my wife is a physician's assistant, and since she's came on the scene since 2011, mm-hmm. she's been taking really good care of me, and I just really am, am blessed to have her in my life. Wow. But, uh, cool. Mainly, I just was never a smoker, and mm-hmm. I never wanted to stay around that. Mm-hmm. So, that will destroy your voice. Yeah, and, and you know, and I kind of remember too, as you know, over the years we've been seeing you, that you were a type of person that actually like stayed up till you know three and four o'clock in the exactly. morning. You know, right? You know, and, and getting the rest that you need, and definitely uh, right, staying, right. Uh, uh, making sure that you have enough water and that kind of stuff up there. But you know, I've always, I always like to to talk to uh, a vocalist who I know, you know, definitely have the type of voice where. 
uh, it's strong and healthy sounding, and they do it for so long. That, right. And, and, you know, there's all these young singers out there who are just abusing, you know. There's, there's, a, there's one thing of being born with talent. There's another with trying to protect it. And, you know, because just as it was right, given right. to you, it can be taken away, honey. So um, yeah, I was just really yeah. wanted, interested um, in knowing about that. But here we are 16 years later, and here you do come out putting out something else. That is just already hitting the charts after only being out a couple of weeks, or and that's when you stop breaking my heart, girl. And it is a beauty. You know, I, it just so happened that I didn't write uh, "Dive in the Pool" and I got my prize because those were two uh, premier songs that Barry had presented to me. But ever since then, I've, I've tried to make uh, matters. I've tried to take matters into my own hands in, in writing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not doing a cover, and I, and I don't do covers anymore, they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. But you've got to pay those writers, right. whoever you're involved with. So I just basically maintain uh, writing my own songs from here on out. Mm-hmm. Well, that 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 one that one means something to you, obviously, because you sing like it. <laughs> well, you you know what? It was coming off. To tell you the truth, it was uh, coming off that around that time of an ex-husband, uh, a divorce for, for some years, and just uh, it's a song basically about cleaning house. Honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take gotta, the, clean the gotta clean the house. <laughs> gotta clean the house. <laughs> gotta clean the house. That's exactly what the uh, new song, You Stop Breaking My Heart, does. Um, and we're going to take a listen to that. But I want to know if you kind of caught at the beginning of this segment of the interview where Peppa says that her wife... It has helped her through some of her respiratory problems. And I don't think you may realize that not too long ago, Peppa Mache married her life partner. And, um, you know, she has gone through a divorce, has some children, very similar to my life story. Um, Except for I'm not married again. I'm sorry to say that. That's sad. You guys can all boo-hoo on that one. But we're going to delve into that a little bit later in the interview about her meeting her her now wife. But before we go into another commercial break, we're going to play her brand new song, which happens to be number 24, I do believe, on the Billboard Dance Song Chart. So here is You Stop Breaking My Heart with Anderson and Thasher featuring Pepper Mache.
Listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Like us on Facebook and share us with your friends. Find out more at Facebook.com/slash Progressive Voices. Hi, I'm Chuck Spence. I'm the owner of the Maui Sunseeker LGBT Resort, and I'm also vice president of Maui Pride. It's not just the only LGBT resort in Maui, it's the only LGBT resort in all of Hawaii, which is really kind of amazing. Maui Sunseeker actually started years and years before I even got involved. I came along as one of the owners a little bit later in, in life. I came to Maui back in 1978 and absolutely loved the island. I fell in love and I thought, this is where I want to live, this is where I want to be. And so from 1978 until 2008, I finally came alive with the dream and bought the Maui Sunseeker because I realized that this would be the next step in my life and um, thought that this would be an ideal situation because I could do something that, that was my own business rather than making money for other people. It's important to have a place where you know you can feel comfortable about yourself, you can feel loved, and you can feel welcomed by everybody. And I think that that's the ambiance that we try to create. And, and that's the message that, that we try to deliver in all of our ads and trying to bring people to Maui, is that you know we're not just an experience on Maui, we're an experience of Maui. When you think back years ago, how closeted we used to be, and you think about how suppressed we were back then to how open and accepting we are now and and it's it's a good progression for society it's good that people are, are not just you know tolerating but appreciating diversity and that's the message is that we really need to make sure that, that people appreciate diversity I think that whoever you are follow your passion 
follow what you believe in, follow whether it leads you down the path of art or whether it leads you down a path of business or you know some other aspect of internet creativity. Um, follow that and, and just be passionate about what you do. Spotlight on Success and Achievement is brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. Hi, my name is Courtney Ziegler, and I'm the founder of TransHack, which is an organization focused on creating technology for the trans community and visibility for trans technologists and entrepreneurs. Tech is like a new industrial revolution. There's so many opportunities for wealth building and wealth creation. It's perfect for the trans community, which experiences strong amounts of unemployment um, and low wages. TransHack um, provides an opportunity for trans individuals to take advantage of the wealth creation that the tech industry provides. Um, it's a space in which people who are in charge of innovation and development, all these awesome things that we are able to use through technology, are paid really well for that. And so I think that trans people should definitely have their hand in, in that space and creating that. And so TransHack provides that opportunity. I got my first computer when I was 15 years old in the 90s, and it changed my world ever since then. And I went on to become an independent filmmaker who had to uh, not only write direct my own films, but also was kind of doing the technical stuff behind it, which is the editing and the capturing, all those things. I've always had this kind of tech-based background. I'm just very curious about a lot of things and just very fascinated about things that I don't know um, and things that can make me a better person. All of that motivates me. I'm just like, what else can I know? What else can I do? What else can I learn? Success to me means a number of things. I think right now in my life personally, it means waking up every day and feeling proud of the work that I'm doing and proud of myself. Just know what you want to get out of any particular industry. Um, it's not an industry that's 100% inclusive in the ways that it should be, in the ways that it's progressing towards. Of all types of people, in, in terms of creating the tech and the industry itself, building its infrastructure. Um, but that's also exciting in the fact that like, um, people like me have a lot of room to change a lot of things and a lot of precedent to set. So, um, and that is the, the epitome of success. Spotlight on success and achievement is brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. I had another one that went on Billboard, which was really good for me, which was 2006. And that was that lost your mind. Mm -hmm. That was another cleaning house. <laughs> <laughs> well, with with songs like that that always do well on, you know, and initially even coming out as like either a breakout song or, you know, starts climbing the charts, particularly on Billboard very well. Uh, right. It, it, it right. gives it, it lends itself for you to get back and start doing, you know, more touring and whatnot. I'm sure as you have starting to see this starting to take to ignite initially right off the bat that it's coming at a time when the summer hits where you where you can get out there and do a lot of stuff. Are you planning on doing a lot more touring? Um, as I hope we. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Because, you know what, I don't have a manager anymore. And the way my butt is, everybody can pretty much get in contact with me directly. <laughs> so, it's not like, so it's not like, you know, having to go through, a, you know, a middleman uh -huh. anymore. Mm -hmm. And... 
uh, even though I, like, like you said before, I had been putting out stuff that's just never got on the chart because, you know, nowadays, baby, you got to pay for that chart. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's a, that's what it's I'm expensive. saying. Yeah. So I, I would rather take my music and just work directly with the DJs on co-writing it with me and just go on about, you know, going through my little tipsters who still have their mix shows and play the stuff. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I see right now that we're back into that state of mind again where everything matters with the chart. Yeah. You know, if you ain't starting, you ain't nowhere. You and know. that's not true. That isn't true. And, you know, and... You know, even uh, watching some of the, I, I, of course, I reviewed some old videos uh, with you that I had mm-hmm. come across on YouTube and whatnot, and just seeing the right, whole energy, right. just seeing the energy and how you light up a crowd, uh, and definitely going into the clubs or going to the big circuit party type of things, you have an opportunity to uh, immediately touch, you know, sometimes 1,500, 2,000 people, you know, oh really God. intimately, you know what I mean? It's like... Um, yeah. we, we are feeling it. We're hearing it and feeling it. The energy, it, it, I don't know, is this, is this something I can't even explain or put into words sometimes when I see performers, particularly such as yourself, with that voice that just, I have to say, you know, house music kind of takes you to church, but it really does. It really does take yeah, you there. It really does. You know? But y'all, y'all got to understand it. Y'all excite me. <laughs> you know, when, when, you, when you're coming around, you're... you're when you are bonding with your community, with, with the people that have always given you a lot of love mm-hmm. and respect along the way of this crazy business, you have no other choice but to, to show yourself to be in that community, mm-hmm. to be a part of, of, that, of that energy mm-hmm. that's being thrown at you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just hope that that you know, that I maintain myself enough to where you get that feeling to where I'm excited, I'm, I'm happy, number one, to be alive in this world, and number two, to have found my, my soulmate, my wife, who I adore, and to be able to almost like have a renewing of, of my life again. That, that's what I was about to just say, that it seems like you've reached a point in, in, in your life where it's almost like being able to re-enjoy the successes yeah. that you've had, but in a whole different arena, if you know what I mean. It's almost like exactly. this song kind of might be that for you. It's like you were doing your dive into the pool and, and, and pride and all that kind of good stuff, but it was at a different time in your life, and now you're revisiting yeah, those totally. types of things you know, in a whole different place. That has to be a good feeling. It's a really good feeling, and it's a it's a feeling that I can relate to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and relay that to all my uh, older fans who who are kind of stuck by me, and all the younger ones who really could, in today's world be they don't give a damn mm-hmm. whether you accept them or not. They are here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. Back in, back, back in the day when I was doing diving the pool and pride, I pretty much was was looking at them and how they were they were living their lives and how a lot of young people were telling me on how difficult it was mm-hmm. and that basically just made me mad never to think that I would one day want to get married to a woman who loved me who was willing to uh, take care of me mm-hmm. in my life and for us to bring both 
families together. And now it's almost like I've come full circle. Yeah. Whoa, full circle. I told you going to have a little bit more information about what was going on with his wife, right? And I, I, like I, you'll find out what the conclusion of this interview in the next segment about how happy, I, I just can't tell you how happy Pepper sounded, you know, firsthand when I was talking to her every time she would bring up her wife, there just seemed, I could, even though it was on the phone, I could just tell she was lit up like a Christmas tree um, talking about this period in her life. But I guess she really now has a whole different meaning to um, um, I've Got My Pride now than she did when she made that song. And right now we're going to actually play uh, that Barry Harris song, I've Got My Pride, featuring Pepper Mache.
You're listening to the Progressive Voices Channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side as a unified team of the best fertility specialists guided by the highest ethical standards Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. I'm Heclina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years. And uh, over the past couple of months, I just opened up my club, Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody, and that's just kind of the attitude and the the, uh, the ethics of Oasis, is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and, and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude, um, just to entertain people. And so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity. And, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. We're getting an opportunity to kind of share that with you a little bit, and that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it, it should, because 
there's been a lot of people that basically just come into the community wanting to, to take the money and then go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing for you to walk that walk and talk it mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. we have rights. We have rights as human beings. We have the right to fall in love with whoever we want. Mm-hmm. And we have the right to use whatever bathroom we want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without tell people it, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> tell it, girl. Tell it. Preach it for me. Have people preach tripping. <laughs> well, it has also, yeah, I'm not going to take up. I know you've given me so much time far beyond what I told you I was going to be taking up for uh, with you. Oh, but, no, 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 boo. You're a friend now. You know, we we go back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to catch I up. I it. But, you know, it has to also, like, what how what, what comes over you when you are looking at it? You're talking about the young kids, and you're talking about these yeah. people who, uh, you know, weren't even around, basically, or barely around when Dive was right, right. out. And here you are singing the song, and you've got these 22, 23-year-old singers who knew every word, every bre- uh, beat, every breath you taken on that song. Yeah. That has to make you feel good when you know that you have put something out there in this world that has lived its life. You know, the song has lived its life, but keeps on yeah. ticking from generation to generation because it lives through everybody who's coming up and in, in, in their um with their introduction into dance music, that song invariably exactly. always comes out. How does that make you feel about because that that solidifies your place? You know, um, yes, it really does. And I mean, you continue to produce and, and to um, basically make sure that we all know that that wasn't no fluke. You know what I mean? Right, but right, um, right. but people from generation the last, you know, the last 20 years, over the last 20 years have been coming up and they keep keeping that song alive. How does that make you feel? It just makes me it, it makes me feel really good that. Uh, what I was talking in the song, and I always tell people that the inflections of that voice, it, it's strictly coming from my mother. Mm-hmm. I could I could remember Mama, you know, yelling at me and my brother to come in for dinner. Mm-hmm. We were living in Texas. Mm-hmm. We were military brats, huh? mm-hmm. so she would have to get out there in the backyard, and scream, scream out our names, and that would just put holy terror in <laughs> coming off coming off the softball diamonds. <laughs> So when Barry told me that, you know, he wanted me to get into it, come come with some kind of character, I knew exactly the person's voice that I had to project uh-huh. on that song. Mm-hmm. And to know that kids have came up to me and told me, Miss Mache, we came out, a lot of us came out on your show, on your song. Mm-hmm. So like I said before, I, I, I had no clue on what they were telling me. Uh-huh. I got an idea. But now I understand. Mm-hmm. There's an understanding. So when I see their hands and their arms up, just waving at me, and their smiles out there in the crowd, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Relate to it. Now, how I long have you and your wife that. been actually together? We met at an age benefit age in 2011. Uh, there's a there's a group here called. Uh, uh, the life group, mm-hmm. which takes care of AIDS patients. Okay, like a hospice type. Hold, of, like a hospice they, type. Okay. They not only take care of the hospice part, but they also uh, help out with 
uh, people who need to get their, their, their drugs to okay. them. Okay. Uh, a, a lot of different services with this group, the life group. Mm-hmm. And they hold um, a thing called Saddle Up LA, John. They give, okay. they give me a horse because when I volunteer to perform, I get to ride for three to four hours up in the hills oh. of L.A. Uh-huh. And my wife, was the year that I was there, my wife was there wrestling with her two horses that she had brought. Mm-hmm. And, and when I saw her, I had my bandana on because it was really hot and dusty that time of year. Because we usually go out in July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just yelled out at her from the trail, I just love your horses. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> so, rest is history, uh, they say, huh? <laughs> the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But you know what, B? I just basically, uh, three weeks prior, before that, I had asked, you know, our spiritual creator mm-hmm. that it was time for me to move on, to try to add on someone into my life mm-hmm. that I could, I could have a love of my own. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I had always uh, did stuff for my grandbabies. And by then, the, the baby mamas had taken their babies, and it was just me and my older son at that time. I just said, you know what, God, I need somebody in my life mm-hmm. that, that I can care about and that will care for me. Mm-hmm. And it was her. Now, she basically goes out on the road with me, and we just have a great time. And, and I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, isn't that refreshing isn't that refreshing to not have it's to be refreshing. you know because you know the life of a of a performer can be really lonely going from place to place that's must be yes, really yes. nice it, it, it's wonderful now yeah. I, I, I really and, and like you said i want to kind of revisit all the states that i've ever been to mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. being in the park now well we're, we're really we are so looking forward to um, having you come up to San Francisco to the celebration of Beatbox, because uh, Beatbox actually opened their doors, it'll be five years ago. On Incredible. The, yeah, the um, Pride San Francisco, um, they opened their doors on that weekend. And so it's, oh. kind of a, it's kind of a joint celebration. I've been very blessed to have been a part of working with the owners of Beatbox since they opened. So this is my fifth yeah. year of doing hosting the the um the program as well and um so so it means a lot to me just being you know every year now brian's been a a co-owner for three years and every time you know i get asked like now y'all know i already have it on my calendar so don't you know if you did call me (laughs) i'd be upset but like you already know you got me so don't even worry about that i build my schedule i build my schedule around that weekend and what's going on with you all well, it's been a pleasure. It's oh, I I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you how much a pleasure it is for me to get an opportunity to to like you said catch up a little bit because it has been a long time. So I just remember I remember it so vividly. You and I sitting. I we were sitting in chairs side by side. We were just talking and yeah. chatting and 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 yeah. having a good time. And I'm just so glad to have to have uh, this opportunity to talk to you. And I can't wait. To you to get here um, at the end of June. I just can't wait. Well, I, I, I want to make sure that you know we're going to be in town for a little bit. So oh, good. We gotta sit down, make some bread. Okay, you know, that gotta, sounds good to me. Well, you take care, Pepper, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
Okay, honey. Okay, bye-bye now. That was Peppa Mache. I love hearing, you know, stories like that. And um, wow, what what a story. Probably news to many of you um, out there about the direction that Pepper's life has taken with her wife. And I'm really glad that she'll have an opportunity to share in San Francisco's Pride this uh, coming San Francisco Pride weekend on June 25th. Pepper Mache will be um, headlining performer at the Beatbox 5th Anniversary uh, Pride Saturday show or party on June 25th at Beatbox. And uh, the the headlining DJ is Jack Chang. Oh, can't, can't go wrong with that. So that will be a wonderful. Put that on your calendar if you haven't already done so. You can actually go to www.beatboxsf.com for ticket information and remember that beatbox will be closing its doors on july 3rd so this will be the last time that they will be giving or doing an anniversary and or pride party um i want to thank peppa mache again for being on the show and kicking off our very first segment of beyond the music here on it's everything i want to thank you guys all for joining us here today and we of course will be here every sunday as we do uh every week with our uh contribution to the meow michelle meow show and um i can't be more excited uh, for this month because of pride and um, you can actually catch me on the main stage but we'll talk more about that as we go along in the month but until then I want to say goodbye and we're going to say goodbye with uh, that one fabulous song that we've been uh, talking about all hour that's Dive in the Pool with Barry Harris once again and Pepper Mache goodbye until next week Proposal to make to each and every one of you here tonight.